Good day, ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages. This is Robert Itis with Plants and Their Friends on WART. And uh, we are in a full moon, and it's Friday the 13th. Anything can happen. So we're going to talk about the new diet for human beings out there, and uh, it is the diet that we need to look at really carefully because we're not eating correctly. You know, the UN just had a a report that we are not only farming wrong, but we are eating wrong. Both things. The farming is, what we need to do is small, organic, diversified, with multiple insects, beneficial insects to help us. And we, uh, we need to be eating a different type of diet. It's not what... Uh, the corn, soybean, grain diet that uh, we have been uh, led to believe is good for us or the uh, animals that are not treated in a humanely way. So this is an important step to uh, understand that we need to change, uh, for a human being to change a good habit from a bad habit, very, very, very difficult. So one of the things that we want to talk about is what to eat in general. And that tends to be vegetables, vegetables, more vegetables, edible plants, edible mushrooms that are medicinal, nuts that are helpful, and fruit that's helpful. We need to eat as much fresh, locally grown vegetables that you can afford. And if you think you can't afford organic vegetables, I would suggest that you do without something. Like not driving for a day and taking that money and putting it into uh, organic or junk food. Not doing that and putting that into organic or wrong types of drinks that are sugar-laden and taking that money and putting it into organic. So you're going to eat most vegetables. Now, all vegetables, all mushrooms, all weeds, all nuts are not the same. 
And one of the things, one vegetable that is not good for us is white potatoes. And white potatoes can create blood sugar imbalances and they're a member of the nightshade family that can cause joint pain, arthritis. This also includes tomatoes, peppers, and eggplants. So these are problems that you may have, and by eliminating them, you will solve your problem. We want to eat the cleanest meats, protein that's out there, that may be farm-raised fish, because most of the fish in the oceans have become polluted. Organic turkey or chicken that's been free-ranged. If you eat beef, avoid grain-fed or grain-finished beef and look for strictly grass-fed. Your plate should look like an 80-20 pie chart, meaning that 80% of your plate should consist of vegetables, raw, steamed, cooked, mushrooms, uh, edible weeds, edible plants, edible flowers, and the other 20% of the pie should consist of some form of clean animal protein. Again, farm-raised fish, chicken, that's organic turkey, beef, lamb, or wild game. Some of the best meat that I've been eating has been deer. A deer has uh, one advantage. It's a vegetarian. And... Um, there are too many of them right now. So you're helping the populations. Pork is an area where there's a lot of controversy. There are viruses that have been reported in pork that you do not want to put into your diet. Now you may eat fruits, though your digestion will be better served by eating low glycemic fruits such as lemons, limes, and berries. You try to eat as simply as you can. By that, I'm suggesting that you avoid processed foods. People have said, if man made it, don't eat it. Also, if you, and you should be reading all labels, if the labels have something on it that you can't read, don't put it into your body. It's as simple as that. Try to eat foods that are one, one thing. Eat carrots with, as carrots, peas as peas, collards as collards, chicken as chicken. Many of the processed gluten-free mixes have other additives that can per per perpetuate the inflammatory response in your body particularly in your gut. And if your gut is not healed, leaky bowel, um, many of these pr products contain GMOs, which are horrible. Canola oil, unless it's organic, will have GMOs in it. GMOs have been banned in Europe. America still allows it. It's horrible. It's ruining our water system. And we'll talk some more about that when we get to liquids and what we should be drinking. 
So I'm asking you to adopt a simple cook from scratch as much as possible diet. Your body knows how to come back into balance, but it needs your help if you're out of balance. Now here's, um, if if you have a paper and pencil, here would be a good time to write down some of the things that you want to avoid. Obviously, if you have a known allergy, you don't want to eat it. The one that was the first one that came about in the early uh, part of uh, the 80s, I believe, was peanuts. Many people cannot do peanuts. But any dairy, milk, cheese, yogurt, Now, I want to tell you the story of how I grew up with my parents convinced that drinking three glasses of milk was good for your body. The only thing that should be drinking milk are calves, little goats, lambs that drink the milk from their mother. And you'll notice that these Smaller animals do not do this their whole life. Just in the beginning. They don't do this forever and ever, as the milk council would like us to do. And the real bottom line is that our bodies were never set up to digest milk or milk products. Now, gluten is another one. We'll be talking about gluten pretty soon, about the wheat and how that agriculture started to come in to feed people. But again, our bodies are not necessarily accepting of all these grains. All sugars and high glycemic fruits should be avoided. We'll get into that a little further. All alcohol and caffeine, which includes coffee and black tea. Alcohol was called fire water for a good reason. Uh, The caffeine is going to help hurt your adrenal glands. And then on top of it, you add milk and sugar to it. Very, very bad way to start the day. Soy or soy products, soy milk, tofu, and soy oil should be avoided. And as we started out saying, peanuts or peanut butter, including peanut oil, should be avoided, as well as any processed foods or canned foods that have chemicals in it. If man made it, you don't want to eat it. Now, grains have become controversial topic in recent years. And if you follow a strict diet, paleolithic diet, you'll be eating no grains and no legumes whatsoever. Given newer research, some people choose to eat no grains. And... uh, Apart from maintaining social conventions in certain situations and obtaining cheap sugar calories, there is absolutely no reason 
to eat grains. Uh, you may want to uh, try this link, which is marksdailyapple, one word, dot com, uh, why grains are unhealthy, and Dr. Joseph McCullough of www.mccola.com, one of the best-known alternative medicine websites, also agrees. You can check out his book, The No-Grain Diet, and there's a link. Uh, but uh, instead of going to Amazon, I would go to a local bookstore. In short, if you have digestive issues, you may want to try grain-free eating plan for a while to see what happens. Most new diets avoid grains for the most part. Now, part of that grain situation is gluten. And what is gluten? Gluten is the name for the protein in all grains. All grains contain protein that is theoretically gluten. But people with celiac disease and most other gluten sensitives only react in the form of gluten found in wheat, including spelt, karmut, and other varieties of wheat, barley, and rye. While it's not really correct to refer to these other grains as gluten-free, they are free from the form of gluten found in varieties of wheat, barley, and rye, and the derivatives are safe for people with celiac disease and most gluten intolerances. Products that may be used in a gluten-free diet include amaranth, arrowroot, buckwheat, chickpea gabanzo, flax millet, quinoa, rice, sorghum, soy is not to be used, and tapioca. These are safe in general, but you may have sensitivities to one or more of these grains. And your foods, uh, while oats do not contain the form of gluten that cannot be used by people who are sensitive to the gluten in wheat, barley, and rice, it is often processed in the same equipment as the wheat, so it's important to look for oatmeal that is labeled gluten-free. Again, try to avoid all grains of any type. Uh, corn was on that list of gluten-free, but corn has some problems for digestion, especially if you do like corn on the carb. Your, our bodies just aren't capable of breaking that corn down. And you need to really go ahead and pound that corn or make it into flour or make it so that it's easily digestible. If you have to do something like cornbread, that would be much better than corn on the cob. Um, so this is the beginning of the grains that should not be included in a gluten-free diet, either because they contain forms of gluten not safe for people with celiac and most gluten intolerances, or because they have high chance of cross-contamination in their production. Barley, barley malt or extract, bran, bulgur, couscous, durum, 
Faro, Camus, Malt, Matzah flour or meal, Orzo, Rye, Setan, Simoleon, Spelt, Udin, Wheat, Wheat Bran, Wheat Jane, and Wheat Starch. And then eat no oats and unless they're certified to be gluten-free. Always, always, it's important to read the product labels. Some products such as soy sauce and other seasoning and sauces contain wheat. Learn to ask questions. And if you can't find the answer on the package, call the company or email them. Okay, uh, I would like to... Uh, let all those people who are just joined the program or since the beginning to know that this is Robert Itis with Plants and Their Friends on WART-FM. Uh, and we're being taped in the caboose in downtown beautiful Marshall on Friday the 13th of Full Moon. Now we're going to take on another topic. So this is just one or two times that we're going to be talking about sugar. Eat no sugar, no dairy, and drink no alcohol, which is basically sugar. I also suggest getting coffee out of your life because of the impact on your adrenals. Plus, as I mentioned before, that coffee tends to be uh, added uh, milk and added sugar. Both are not good. Will changing your diet and lifestyle be hard? Absolutely. Again, the hardest thing a human being can do is change a bad habit into a good habit. Sweeteners. We're going to just talk about alternatives to sugar, and that's basically stevia as a sweet. Stevia is a plant. You can find stevia that's organic and does not contain any other sweeteners, like agave. The powdered versions typically taste better than the liquids. I would go ahead and put, instead of sugar in my diet, honey, and maple syrup. Now, maple syrup, you got to watch the processing of that, too. And you got to go to grade B to make sure that you're not getting things that you don't want in your maple syrup. There's a great article to avoid anything that causes an insulin spike at Dr. McCullough. Um, and uh, he, you can uh, Google uh, McCullough, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. Uh, and how sugar accelerates the aging um, process in human beings. So now we're going to tackle the first big meal of the day. What to eat for breakfast. Do not eat breakfast cereals. And if you want to go to uh, a website that talks more about it, uh, it is... Um, why, uh, just Google why breakfast cereal should not be in your bowel. And you will understand um, some major parts of this. 
and this includes sprouted grain breads. Ezekiel bread and similar sprouted grain breads contain gluten. If you want bread, make sure it's gluten-free. Instead of a breakfast of cereals, eat food for breakfast that you would eat at other meals and avoid what we come to think of as a traditional breakfast food, cereals, toast, pop-tarts, which will only cause blood sugar imbalances throughout the day. I would recommend that you cook a pot of soup overnight in a crock pot and have that for breakfast. Soup for breakfast, a new way of living. Uh, research continues to show that even whole grains breakfast cereals, which are processed foods, do not promote health as we have been led to believe. I often eat leftovers from the previous night's dinner for my breakfast. Talk about saving time in the kitchen. And eggs are a good choice for breakfast. Uh, you could uh, add them to the previous night's dinner and have an egg omelet. Now there's uh, some myths that we're, gonna, we're dealing with right now in this talk. And one of them is that um, we've been led to believe that whites of eggs that are healthiest, when the truth is that most of the nutrition is in the yolk. And if you soft boil an egg, and it's easy to separate from the white part of the egg, and then some people would mix that yolk with coconut, olive, or macadamia nuts, or some other healthy oil, and usually eat that with stir-fry or raw vegetables. A smoothie made of Vitamix, in a Vitamix blender or a Nutribullet is also a good breakfast choice. But beware of making this a fruit fest. Put no fruits in smoothies if you can. And stick to uh, your smoothies with vegetables, such as spinach, celery, zucchini, lettuce, cauliflower, or now one fruit you can add is avocados. And some nuts or seeds, cups of water, coconut water, and you could add protein power. Uh, pea protein power seems to be one of the cleanest on the market. Uh, so you want to get one that contains no ingredients other than pea protein and adds 25 grams of protein in a two-scoop serving. If berries are in season, I will occasionally add a few berries to the smoothie. Uh, this is the beginning of your day. And you don't want to be in a sugar rush, uh, which will give you ups and downs the rest of the day. Plus, if you do the caffeine, you're going to get the adrenal shakes from the adrenal glands. I am uh, hearing good reports from people about a recipe book called Practical Palo, a customized approach to health in a Whole Foods lifestyle by a lady, uh, San Filippo. 
most, and there is another one called the Paleo Perfect, a revolution in eating well with 150 kitchen tested recipes by America's Test Kitchen. Now, there's a third choice, which is Against All Grains by Danielle Walker. She has a newer book entitled Danielle Walker's Against All Grain Celebrations, A Year of Gluten-Free, Dairy-Free, and Paleo Recipes for Every Occasion. And there are many great paleo sites online, I've been told. Now, timing of your meals. To correct the blood sugar imbalance, try eating breakfast within one hour of waking. So you can do a little bit of yoga, take a walk in the forest. Make sure that your breakfast contains no fruit uh, and does not contain protein to any great extent. So to come down and eat a hot dog would not be a great breakfast. So now we have another area that we have problems with as Americans. What to eat for a snack. So you can try carrot with a bit of nut butter or celery if you can tolerate no nut butter or the egg yolks left over from breakfast. Um, Hummus that you made yourself, small chunks of meat, farm-raised fish, organic turkey, etc. Your snacks do not have to consist of more than a couple of bites of food. Do not eat high glycemic fruits. Tropical fruits such as bananas, papayas, pineapples, etc. As snacks, if you want to stabilize your blood sugar, this is not a good way to do it. Nuts are a healthy snack, of course. Most people's digestion is not strong enough for nuts. If you use nuts, and we encourage you to use nuts at every meal, it's a good idea to soak them overnight and then discard the rinse water or use it as a nut milk uh, to lower the satic acid. Here's what Dr. McCola has to say on the topic of soaking nuts. Uh, in case you want to read more, uh, it says that soaking nuts helps down break helps break down the PHYTIC acid. This acid is found on the coating of nuts, such as, and is an anti-nutrient responsible for leaching vital nutrients from your body. This acid also blocks the uptake of essential minerals such as calcium magnesium, copper, iron, and zinc. The presence of phytic acid is one reason why people recommend avoiding non-fermented soy. And it's also a reason why some people strongly recommend soaking nuts for at least 8 to 12 hours before eating them. This will help get rid of this acid and enzyme inhibitors which can interfere with the function of your own digestive and um, metabolic enzymes in the nuts. To, to make them more palatable, you can 
put put them in a dehydrator after uh, you soak them. Enzyme inhibitors in nuts and seeds help protect the nut as it grows, helping to decrease enzyme activity and pre prevent premature sprouting. When nuts are soaked, the germination process begins, allowing the enzyme inhibitors to be deactivated and increasing the nutrition of nuts significantly, as well as making them much easier to digest. Macadamia nuts and other white nuts have only negligible amounts of enzyme inhibitors. So soaking is not necessarily necessary. Again, we'll, we can go to Dr. McCullough's site, which uh, in his archives talks about eating nuts. Okay, so that's a lot of information right there. Um, for those people who just came in, We'd like to say that this is Robert Itis with Plants and Their Friends talking about the new human diet and how we need to move forward to create health. One thing we talked about was uh, the gut breaking down foods. We've got to remember that our gut, our stomach has proteins that it breaks down and carbohydrates that it breaks down. If you add proteins and carbohydrates at the same time, stomach's confused. It throws both of those acids into your stomach and it, it turns into uh, a bad situation of bloating, gas. And the pharmaceutical industry loves this because they have all of these anti-acid uh, things for you to take. But the reality is that it's, you're just not getting the nutrients that you need if you do that. Now, this um, mixing of carbohydrates and proteins is with us totally in our diet today. Uh, you can't go into a restaurant without mixing carbs and protein. Uh, fish and chips, steak and potatoes, um, eggs on toast, any kind of protein on toast, sandwiches. Not good for the stomach. Not good for getting the nutritions out of either the carbohydrates or the proteins. So this is a, a major problem that we have out there. And I would like everybody to be cautious in how they proceed. There are a couple of things that you can do to take back your health. The first thing is most times most people are not pushing food into your mouth. You have a choice. You have a choice as to what you, what you put into your stomach. And the choice has to be a knowledgeable choice. You should not go by all the old myths that are out there on what to put into your stomach. And remember that if it's good for you, you're not going to see a lot of advertising. If there's any advertising, the chances are it's not been good for you, it's not good for you, and that it's man-made. Now this doesn't include new products. 
Obviously, if there's a new product out, some advertising would be helpful. But we're talking about repeated advertising of the same product over and over and over again for years and years. And you can just about bet that if you see this kind of advertising, it's not good for you. One of the things that uh, we get bombarded with is what to drink. And I can tell you that what you should be drinking is limited and shouldn't be what you see on the television. Uh, you have to drink liquids for dehydration. How do you know you're de de dehydrated? How do you know that your body is taking in enough water? Well, one way you can do is measure the water in the morning uh, by putting in a, a quart and a pint of, in, 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 of, of fresh filtered water into jars and drink from those jars all day. Uh, the other is knowing that uh, if you uh, are hydrated, then your urine is going to be very, uh, very uh, light yellow. If your urine is dark yellow, you're probably not getting enough water. Now, what kind of water do you drink? Do you drink tap water? Do you drink spring water? Do you drink well water? I would say you don't drink any of those if they're not filtered. There are a number of very good filters out there, and we would like uh, uh, people to understand that drinking filtered water is basic to their, uh, to their survival. And uh, you can actually take uh, uh, rainwater from your rain barrels and put it through a Berkey filter and get clean water because of the carbonated, uh, the charcoal filters that are uh, used in, in the system. And there are a bunch of systems that have carbonated water, uh, charcoal, I'm sorry, charcoal uh, to filter your water. But if you go... Uh, in history to the Chinese who had polluted water uh, over in China, they started boiling their water and putting herbs in it. Hot water with lemon or lime is good, but which will alkalize your system in our very acid, acid system that we have. And uh, herbal uh, teas without caffeine are what we need to go for. Coconut water, if you can afford it. Never, ever drink sodas, which tends to be artificially colored and unfiltered carbonated tap water. Uh, this, what to drink, is really important. Another avenue that uh, we touched on previously is if you're drinking water from plastic, then you're getting plastic in your system. There are some that are food grade, but the majority of those bottles of water that you buy are with plastic that will put particles in your blood system. Not good. Now... Let's get to sugars. 
sugars has been said to be just one molecule away from cocaine. Both are refined. Both are white powder. Both are addictive. Probably sugar is more addictive than cocaine. So the sugar story that I'd like to tell you is when I was in Florida in the late 80s and 90s, Florida wanted to add one cent tax to sugar. And the sugar industry got really up and they put, poured a lot of money into the legislature and it never passed. But a lot of good information was brought out, including that sugar in the United States is owned by 18 South American families. They own the sugar plantations in South Florida. They have no problem in polluting the air when they burn the sugar cane. They have no problem in, de uh, in making the Everglades into a place where we've had to put millions of dollars to correct their problems, and they're still doing it today. If you want to vote with your money, don't spend your money on sugar. Spend it on organic vegetables. It's really, really important that we take sugar out of our diet. It is producing diabetic people, obese children, and it's not good for us. I would also like to say with the water that with the amount of GMOs that are being presented to us, there's, it's criminal. The way I look at the sugar industry in Florida being terrorists, Terrorists to our body, terrorists to our land, terrorists to our pocketbook. I look at the GMO industry as also being terrorists. Terrorists to our body, terrorists to our soil, terrorists to our water. When we look at our water, we look to see if there's E. coli. We don't look to see if the farmer's chemicals that they've been spraying for years and years are now down in our aquifers. Be really cautious when you drink water. And water is essential to our body. We have choices. Take back the choice of your health. Don't give it away. Don't believe the marketing. Don't even believe the doctors. Most doctors don't even have a course in nutrition. It's sad to say exactly how bad the system is in America. Now we're going to talk about some things that are really good for us that we don't put into our diet right now as a con something constant that co comes out in every meal, every day, every year. And that's edible plants and wheats. The edible plants and weeds that we have growing, obviously, they need to be Roundup-free, can really help out. We have edible flowers like nasturtiums, 
little bit spicy, calendula, bee balm, violets, all violets are edible, and pansies. We have nettles, which is a plant, stinging nettles, that's medicinal. And we also have forest nettles, which are a food, but not medicinal. If you take things like lamb's quarter, gallon soga, holy basil, nettles, chickweed, violets, calendula, bee balm, and make them into a pesto, you're going to have a fabulous uh, additive to your foods. And you can eat all of these, especially like nettles, has more iron and minerals than, than spinach uh, that you uh, really can go far taking these uh, plants and weeds uh, from your diverse farming and gardening into food that you eat every meal. This is not a once-a-week once thing. This is not a once-a-day thing. Every time you eat and you prepare from scratch your food, these should be part of your diet. Um, the second area that I'd like to talk about right now is mushrooms. Now, just like Plants are all different. Vegetables are all not the same. Edible plants and weeds are not the same. Mushrooms are not the same. Also, nuts are not the same. But mushrooms are not all alike. You never want to eat raw mushrooms. You always want to saute them at least five minutes or boil them in soups, and there are some excellent mushroom advocates out there from Alan Muscat, Ken Krause, who does a course uh, a weekend in Hot Springs every year, and uh, my friend Matteo Ryle, who does mushroom walks all the time. Mark Williams is also an excellent mushroom person who's been on the show a lot. And you want to understand that mushrooms, shiitakes, maitakes are medicinal. There are some relatives, and, and shiitake and maitake and oysters can be plugged, and you can have these logs in the shade near your house. Chicken of the woods is another edible mushroom uh, that's okay to eat. Button mushrooms, especially raw, are not what you want to do. Mushrooms are an important part of our diet that needs to be in every bit of our food system. Okay, that's a lot so far. Um, for those people who just tuned in, 
this is Robert Itis with Plants and Their Friends. Uh, we are on the air on WART 95.5 FM, Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, and Tuesday at 8 p.m. in the evening. If you miss it, or you just tuned in and you want to get the whole uh, hour talk, um, you can go to my website, www.ncgoldenseal.com, NC Golden Seal, NC for North Carolina, one word, lowercase. And there, go to the podcast, and this should be number 37, and it'll come up in about three weeks. Uh, I want to uh, restate some of the things to avoid because this is something that we need to talk about and remember. Getting a piece of paper is good. So basically dairy, milk, cheese, and yogurt, not good. Gluten, all gluten-containing foods. Try to do your diet without grains. All sugars and high glycemic fruits, not good. Those are the tropical fruits that are very sugar-based. Bananas, pineapples, papayas. Any alcohol... And I would say that alcohol is one thing that uh, I've stopped doing, uh, except for honey-based alcohol with plants, medicinal plants in the honey, and that taken at small amounts on special occasions. Now, when we talked about sugars, in the old days, sugar would be used at celebrations, birthdays, holidays. And we'd be eating them four or five times a year. Now, we eat sugar every single day, every single meal. And anybody with any knowledge will understand that you can't continue to do that without your body Reacting badly. The next is caffeine. Caffeine is really bad for your adrenal glands when you're shaken after you drink. That's because your adrenal glands are not working right. And then on top of uh, that, that, that caffeine includes coffee and black tea. And most people put milk and sugar into their coffee, and so you got a triple negative in your body. Soy or soy products, soy milk, tofu, and soy oil, just not the best. It's hard for us to digest it. And people who are allergic to peanuts, peanut oil, peanut butter, just take peanuts out of your diet. And substitute it, there are plenty of other nuts that you could do. Okay, we're coming to 
the second part of what's not good for you. America has created a food called pizza. Now, when I was in Italy in 68, the Italians had no pizza. There were no pizza stands. You didn't have pizza for dinner. Pizza didn't exist in, 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 as, as a heated product. But pizza, as we know now, will have wheat, crust, and will also have tomatoes and cheese, peppers. These are all things that we don't want in our body. And now we have four things in one pizza that we don't want in our body, and we eat it. Granted, it's good to eat, but it's not what you want to put in your body. Uh, you can take uh, some of those uh, alternatives to gluten, um, which... Uh, I've had uh, some uh, some de derivatives that are a good, like quinoa or tapioca or rice, buckwheat, amaranth, and make a a flour uh, crust from this. And then take those wonderful pesto with all of the weeds and plants, basil, and put that on instead of tomatoes, tomato sauce. And then, and then add a bunch of vegetables and no cheese. And you'll have a very nice new age pizza. These are some of the things that we need to change in our diet. And by changing some of these things, we're going to be a lot healthier. And we're going to control our health, not be brainwashed by the marketing that is out there, and try to make all your meals from scratch and produce food that you're proud of. You have control of what goes into your mouth. You have control over what kind of water you take into your body or what kind of beverage you put into your body. You have control of some of these things with your pocketbook and your knowledge to understand that, especially if you're a mom that's cooking, and don't understand some of these things that have been passed down from your mom, from her mom, not knowing all of the research we know now, which is not good for your children. We have the highest rate of obesity in the world in our children. We have the highest rates of some diabetes in the world. And the new studies are showing that we have now more cancer in our, that's killing us than any other factor. And I contend that 
Most cancers are directly related to the foods we eat. And it just takes a while for this to build up in our bodies for that tumor to start. Be cautious. Be aware that you're in control. Nobody else. Okay. We're coming to the end of this really important session on what to eat and what to avoid. I would want to state again that your plate, every meal, should look like an 80-20% pie, 80% vegetables, mushrooms, nuts, fruit, and edible plants and weeds, and 20% protein, Uh, organic chicken, turkey, farm-raised fish, beef lamb, and especially for people in Madison County, wild game. Hunting deer, there's a whole program on how you can have a hunter come on your land and share the deer, and that be legal. Of course, you can't sell wild game in North Carolina, but you can share it and you can give it away. Okay. So I would like to state again that we need to look at ourselves in this realm as success. Success is to eat correctly, to eat foods that are going to strengthen our bodies, not break them down. Success is putting the correct things into your mouth. And also to laugh often and love much. To win the respect of people and the affection of children. To have honest critics and endure the betrayal of false friends. To appreciate beauty, especially in this county. The nature we find is so abundant. And to find the best in others. To give of oneself. To leave the world a bit better. Whether by a healthy child. Producing healthy food for that healthy child. A garden patch. To produce healthy food. Or a redeemed social condition. Like taking back the health that you've given away to the marketeers, the producers, the doctors, the hospitals, the pharmaceuticals, and the agribusiness. To have played and laughed with enthusiasm and sung with exultation. To know that even one's life has breathed easier because you have lived 
This is to be, to be successful person. And I want to encourage all of the people who are listening to understand changing these bad habits into good habits are the hardest thing humans can do. And we are very an addicting society. The one thing that I would encourage everybody to do who smokes cigarettes is to throw away that pack and just go cold turkey. Take all the money that you pay for cigarettes and put it into organic foods. You'll be a healthier person. Cancer is now the number one killer of human beings. The food, cigarettes, carbonated drinks, sugars, gluten, wheat, dairy, alcohol, caffeine. We've got to get these out of our bodies to live a healthy, long life. This is Robert Itis with Plants and Their Friends. And uh, we're on WART 95.5 on their FM dial. And we would love for everybody to, from this program, change their diet. Good day. Have a great full moon. Bahujonehe 